0: It is December 16th, 2019. Monday Night Raw, the fallout from TLC. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary, Here to discuss... uh, Matt, how would you describe tonight's Raw? What what adjective would you use? Groundhog Day. (laughs) Yes, it felt like a repeat. I mean, can we just rerun an old podcast? We can cut and paste our views on some segments? Save ourselves a whole bunch of time?
1: Just throw... Who was it? Joey Mercury and... uh, um... God dang it. Who was J&J uh, Security back in the day with Seth oh. Rollins? Throwback to one of those guys. Jamie Noble. <clears throat> Jamie Noble. Uh, I mean, And we have the same Seth Rollins. I'm Which, happy in the heal, though. But.
2: Yeah, I mean, I thought, honestly, I thought Rollins was the only thing interesting about this show. I thought the rest just was just boring. I mean, it, the, that
1: gauntlet match felt like it was three hours long. There was some good action in the gauntlet match, but the yeah.
0: Sure. Although it was all all for naught. I mean, there was no point to it, given the way that it ended. Just to advance things with Umberto and um, and uh, uh, Andrade further, right? Hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so, and and when you have, I mean, there was a lot. There's actually a, a decent amount of good in ring action tonight, but the crowd was dead for most of the show. And when when you have a quiet crowd, it's just like it's just not exciting. It just it good in ring action without you know anything else that could make you know, that makes it great so i don't know it it was one of those where i was just kind of like cuz i thought Ricochet and humberto the action itself was awesome in that match but after a while i'm like man let's end this you know you yeah. could hear a pin drop in the audience mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> it to me felt like this was if i was there live this felt like a very good fun house show we got some surprises we got some faces we haven't seen in a while but uh Let's just get into it. Go segment by segment.
2: And real quick, you know that they're taping next week's RAW right right now. After that, so that crowd is Ooh. sitting through another. You know, it's not going to be three hours because you won't have the commercials, but you know, at least two.
1: Couldn't pay me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, okay, so we opened with Seth Rollins, authors of pain video package from last week, came out, and Seth's big thing. Yes, I was talking about the score that he had to settle. Uh, what he's going to do, he's not going to change. He's going to be who he is. AOP is going to enforce his will. If you resist him, he's going to be a leader. He's going to reshape Raw in his image. But first, he's got a score to settle. Who is it going to be? Uh, Kevin Owens still out after the beatdown he suffered last week. So this mystery tonight, I'll admit, I didn't predict it was going to be Ray. I thought that was, I guess, By deductive reasoning, maybe I should have saw it. But, Matt, were you – was that who you anticipated the payoff was going to be about Seth's unsettled score?
1: No, I definitely did not suspect that. Um, I I know Ray is doing the best he's done thus far. I just don't care about that feud, if I'm being honest. Would I pay to watch that? I mean, Ray in his prime, yeah. But um, I'm not interested in this feud for what it's worth.
2: Yeah, and I think it's just a throwaway match for next – because next week is going to be – Quite possibly the lowest rate of Raw, you know, or one of them, because it's not going to be on Christmas. It's a couple nights before, but it's going to be a, a really bad rating for the show. One of the lowest ever. So they're just, you know, next week is, if if you look at the spoilers, they're on Wrestling Inc., it's it's pretty much a throwaway show.
0: Roger, are you here next Monday?
2: I am not. Uh, this is my last podcast you of 2019. Bastard.
0: You lucky, lucky bastard. Matt, you're here Monday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> matt's thinking do i want to? What, up date, this?
1: what date is that
0: the 23rd
1: no so be wait yes i leave for hawaii on the 24th so yes i will be
0: wow we got we got to do something fun next week matt because raw is going to be a big nothing burger i mean we gotta we gotta talk best of the year i want to give people some reason to tune in
1: they tune in no matter what crap episode they. i put know but because this... their stuff is always better
0: this feels really bad. You know, I would rather pick a channel at random, each of us, and then we'll come on the podcast and talk about three hours of random TV that we watched. I think it'll be better than Raw next week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand something about Seth Rollins and he wants to build the show in his image, and they'll enforce it. What does that mean?
0: I uh, I don't know.
1: Do you what know what I mean? mean? It, these are promos. These written promos, that are, scripted promos, that probably sound great in a movie. I'm going to, you know, some, like, old school barbaric king you just took over and he wants to, he's going to build this entire country, this entire island in his image. And you will bow and kiss the ring or whatever the hell. Yes. What is he saying? He's going to, is he going to make every wrestler wrestle like him, dress like, what does that mean in your
0: image? He is the visionary <laughs> according to him and he will be the man that leads this brand and this industry into the next decade okay. and beyond.
1: I'm with that. Yeah, he's freaking good too. Um, but I don't
2: know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even think about it until you said it, but I thought it sounded cool when he said it, and then when you think about it, yeah, I guess it doesn't really make much sense.
0: Before, about a year or two ago when WWE, the video games, introduced the promo mode where you hit the random button to mm-hmm. say, like, the platitude, that's what Rollins' promos sound like to me. You could just, like, these are cut-and-paste sentences that you could just mm-hmm. string together, and he's really saying
1: nothing, but it sounds okay. The creative team takes these things from other shows and movies and whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that being said, he's way more effective here than
1: he was, you know, two months ago. She was really annoying as a face, though. So I mean, right? Exactly. I'm trying my best not to give them credit for turning him his heel. Yeah, because it's that it's better than it, the alternative.
0: But where's back in the day with Jim the Anvil Neidhart with his book of quotes, just pulling out random words with Brett, you know, random quotes from history and stringing them together. We need like better material here. Watch some new movies. Watch some TV. Come up with something. Just not well, these platitudes. Or
1: or just let wrestlers, former wrestlers, run the freaking show. Like has been done for years and years and years in the past that were always successful. This is where Hollywood writers suck. They've never made the connection to to, to wrestlers. And the talents, and letting the talents explore who they are, and come up. We say a thousand times a day on this damn show, right? Don't we? About just yeah. let these guys, you know, rip and let them fly a little bit, as far as their promos go. You or get you, some...
0: you... Yeah, I'm sorry. Fresh. Oh, uh,
2: I was gonna say to that point, Matt. You know, we were talking about Jake. The... I was mentioning Jake the Snake his promos on Macho Man uh, mm-hmm. when they did the angle with Elizabeth, and you know, a, a personal feud compared to what they're doing with the Miz and you know, Bray Wyatt breaking into his house and I went back last night and watched that promo and I kind of fell in a rabbit hole of watching old Jake the Snake promos and macho man promos. Mm-hmm. Jake the Snake is out there. You could be utilizing him at the performance center to work with these guys on promos, but to your point, they're getting Hollywood script writers who don't you know uh, who... I
0: wouldn't go that far. I mean they're getting like former daytime TV and reality it's fine.
1: fine. But, but, but but they work out, in Hollywood. Out of yeah. the genre. How's that Glenn? Out of yeah. the genre. It doesn't work. They don't know what it's like to be a wrestler or a performer in this genre. And they, they we've seen it time and time again. We witness it every Yeah, show.
0: But you listen to those writers and they say Vince McMahon like stomps on their ideas, sucks the life out of them. And
1: I'm sure there's some truth to that. It's also a really easy excuse that we all oh. can say, Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. And and Glenn,
2: I think that's more for storylines too, because the promos are still written by the writers. Um, you know, ultimately that's you know, I'm sure Vince does give them direction and stuff, but ultimately they're the ones that come up with what the wrestlers are saying.
0: But I'm just saying, it's not like they're hiring, uh, you know, uh, Vince Gilligan from Breaking Bad or you know, the creator right, right, behind right. the office. I mean, these are people that come from
2: right. um, lesser like,
0: TV properties,
2: yeah, like someone that worked at Conan for you know, six months,
0: if that right, yeah, yeah, former Temptation Island. I don't want
1: any, <laughs> I want right. another Dusty Road. I want sure, you know, people. Bill White, whomever. Yeah, that's what I was saying with Jake.
2: That was exactly the point I was making with Jake Roberts, h- hiring someone like that because he was so good. You know, when Ted DiBiase, uh, you know, guys like that who are just amazing on the mic that could really, you know, help these guys tap into these characters, tap into their finding their own voice and, and saying things that are different from what the other guys are saying and, you know, stand out individually. Like they
1: need to go up to him and approach them literally the way I used to do it to my, for my own promos um was all right what, what do you want to say here how mm. would you we got to get to a paper view? you versus this guy six months from now this is your first promo against him he just jumped you last week this is your this will be your first time talking on the subject what do you want to do how do you want to handle it how, how do you want to communicate your frustration anger whatever you've got going in you no we got to get there six months from now it's a six-month storyline how do you want to get there Mm-hmm. And let the talent take over a little bit and throw it back to them. And then you have a Jake go back and forth with them a little bit, you know, and then get them ready. And then once the show starts, they've got something together. Yeah. You know, Matt, uh,
0: I think Seth could have done a really good anti-hero <clears throat> promo tonight kind of bordering between heel and face but coming out and being like look a year ago the fans were told they were the authority we used to have the authority in charge here uh we don't have kurt engel's a general manager anymore brock Lesnar's the champ and he's gone this place has gotten soft and sloppy we got our asses kicked at survivor series and if you don't get in line like we're gonna destroy you
1: okay i would have i'll take that
2: wwe they've just been bad with booking tweeners though it's like if you're not all the way face you're not all the way heel you you just kind of you're kind of nothing and uh, Brock has been the only one to really pull it off.
0: Yeah. Although with Brock, this is, I mean, tonight, this is Brock Lesnar syndrome. This is yeah. what you get when your main champion isn't even in a storyline for the foreseeable future uh, on the show.
2: It's not even mentioned. The title is not even mentioned I don't need for it. weeks. Why does he need the title? I still don't get it. We say this every year. I love Brock. I, in, in a lot of ways, he's my favorite wrestler uh, as far as... His matches, not knowing what's coming up, what what to expect. It could be a eight-second squash. It could be a 20-minute back and forth. Um, but, yeah, him having that title, just it, it just hijacks what should be your top storyline for months on end.
0: Yeah. So, the Viking Raiders versus the OC. gals Anderson out again facing the Viking Raiders after answering their open challenge last night at TLC. If you like that match... But well, you were upset with the outcome of the Viking Raiders winning last night. Well tonight the OC picked up a win. A non-title win, but a win nonetheless. So everybody's happy.
1: This one, I was happy. I wish it was for the championship, but I, I I was happy.
2: Yeah, it tells a good story, right? They're the sure. they're the only team that had beaten the Viking Raiders, done it twice. Viking Raiders haven't beaten them that I know of. Maybe they have on you know on a throwaway match on Raw, but Back to the storyline, it's uh, it makes sense. I thought the the ending was right. It went a little long, uh, but it was. I, th- I thought it was the right ending. Mm-hmm.
0: We just saw this match last night.
2: They didn't need it last night. I don't know why they put it on that pay-per-view. They went like two minutes on the pay-per-view and, and did a double count-out. This was a lot more effective.
0: Oh, that's right. It was a double count-out last night. The KFC segment, which they mentioned again tonight, the classic KFC segment we'll be talking about for decades to come. Um... After that, (laughs) Samoa Joe jumped the gun and announced the OC were the new Mm -hmm. champions, but then had to correct himself that it was Mm -hmm. non-title. Eric Rowan versus Dante Leon. If you liked a local enhancement talent trying to get a peek in Eric Rowan's cage before, only to get his ass kicked, well, you're in luck, because we saw the same thing happen again this evening.
1: Good. Good. i got no problem with this. This was short and sweet. Rowan's looks like a monster. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm giving him new names here. Um, Rowan, Rowan's Rowan is, <laughs> looks like a monster. Um, I don't think that's bad business. I think that's smart business versus just having him doing nothing and forgotten about for six months. He comes back in a tag team with somebody new this time. We care about them. Probably not at all because it's going to be a corny gimmick and whatever it is.
0: Yeah. Do we all ever right. find out what's in the cage?
1: Rinse and repeat. So I don't care about the cage. I care about him looking like a freak of nature and a beast demolishing people and building him to who they're going to either feed him to or I'm hopeful that they get him over in some sort of hump. I, I don't think they will, but I want to go along the journey to get there at least. Yeah.
0: Is there any scenario where, where we are satisfied by what's in that cage?
1: I don't know because there's nothing that I'm going to care about. I just It's something. It's something. Okay? That's all that matters to me. At least it's something. And again, he's a big freak. He doesn't need this other stuff. He is the gimmick. His size, his beard, his look, that's the shtick. The cage is just stupid stuff. What that if they never reveal Vince it? Is, that tickles Vince's fancy, obviously.
2: <laughs> yeah, what if they never reveal it? What if it's just always this, this mystery cage? And then finally, you know, it's like the the mystery GM where everyone's wondering, like, who is it going to be revealed to be? And I guess years later as a gag, they revealed it to be Hornswoggle, but at that time...
1: Uh, they never did. I shut my brain off to it honestly. I really do cuz it's not going to be there's not going to be a good payoff with it, right? Yeah. When has there been a, a great
2: payoff for something they they've kept a mystery for a long time? Never. Never. Not not Seriously. in the modern, not in the modern era. Heck even back when I was a huge fan, uh you had the gobbledygooker.
1: Gooker. So saw Charlie in a box.
2: Ha. <laughs> <sighs> Yes, mysteries.
0: Not really the WWE strong suit. Mm-hmm. After this match, where Eric Rowan won handily, uh, we saw Andrade backstage with Zelina Vega, and uh, they were throwing some shade at Umberto Carrillo, who was going to be in the gala
2: match.
1: This was good. Yeah, I thought this was good use of her. This is what she's there for.
2: Yeah, she's awesome, uh, and. You know, I just hope they're not going to break her off from Andrade because she adds so much to that. And I just don't feel like they'll use Andrade well if uh, if they split him off.
1: Yeah. Even though she's missed, her, even though that he's missed her Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. That worked so well for Becky and Seth. I think that Charlotte and Andrade would just be the kiss of death for most of the, both of them.
1: But we don't want to see it happen. I'm just saying. Right. Yeah. She did leave. Do you, you do not think politically that? Being with Charlotte does anything or no, I don't think she has
2: that kind of pull where she can, you know, like she can affect. Like it's not like uh, Cena and Nikki yeah. Bella, gotcha. <laughs> but
0: um, oh, here we go. Bobby and Lana celebrating tonight.
1: Celebrating. This was What's a good. Go ahead, sorry, finish what, finish what happened.
0: Okay, so they're celebrating Bobby's victory over Rusev last night and for a second Lana was going on and on actually sounding like Leo Rush it was like Leo Rush's old lines about how great Bobby is Uh, but then saying that uh, she wanted Bobby to ask her to marry him Bobby went with a nobody tells me what to do and for a second I thought oh this is CM Punk's storyline it's actually happening what he pitched but no he said nobody tells me what to do except you Uh, and then he proposed to her right then and there Uh, Rusev didn't show up um i mean sure this this got heat this will probably do great on youtube uh matt what did you think of this segment
1: what you said um
0: yeah
1: i was hoping <laughs> i was hoping he was gonna turn on it a little bit there and they did a decent job right for like half a second um of making us think i thought like he was gonna do it you know what i mean
2: yeah yeah, um, I'm guessing. And thanks to uh, thanks to Dom Alvarez for the donation earlier and Zachary Showalter. Um, uh, but, yeah, uh, it seems like they're heading for a wedding angle. My guess is it's going to be on that January 6th episode of Raw. It's the first one with the playoffs over. I mean, not the, uh, with the Monday night football over, uh, football season over, the, you know, the regular season as we're going to the playoffs. They always like to throw the big stuff out. So we're going to the Royal Rumble. So, um, yeah, I'm guessing they'll do a, a wedding on on Raw. So, mm-hmm. there we go. Those always do big ratings, you know, as dumb as they've been in the past. You, you know, whether it's Teddy Long and Crystal Marshall or whoever, they've always done big ratings.
0: Yep. I just, this isn't a great love story to where, oh, this is going to be a storybook wedding. This is a great payoff. I liked Bobby. Bobby's reluctance meant, like you were saying, for like a split second, I was interested. I wanted to know if Bobby had issues. Maybe, maybe he's a child of divorce, so he never saw himself getting married because he never wants to be put in that situation. I thought there was going to be some shade, some depth, and then quickly that hope was just went up in smoke.
1: Well, here's my question: Did I miss something? Uh, how was Lana able to get married?
0: Oh, they got divorced on TV a few weeks ago.
1: <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah, is it been like? Has been finalized? Doesn't that stuff like have to be finalized?
2: Hey, something?
0: babe, dude, just yeah. Listen. Once
2: you sign that paper uh, on RAW, that's that's
1: all it takes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I mean, I'm a very happily married man. So I've never had to really think about these things, right? But I'm like, wait a minute, do I not even know the rules anymore? <laughs> but is this really? Wait, they just did this like a week ago. They got divorced the or something like that. I kept wanting to think. Yeah, things move fast. <laughs> Wrestling, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to happen. Gauntlet <laughs> match to determine the new number one contender to the United States Championship. <laughs> R-Truth. Uh, R- When's the last time R-Truth got to do the complete What's Up song with his entrance?
1: How uh, about nobody knowing it, anyone? No, I'm joking.
0: Well, <laughs> I, we know it to a point, but normally gets like the Lottie Dottie part is normally where they cut him off.
2: Uh... It seemed like they were trying to kill a lot of time here, so why not have R-Truth go and do his full, why not? full song?
1: Why not? Because I think of 34 other superstars on that roster that I would have liked to have seen. And one of our fans just put it up there. They put hashtag the guy who donated. Hashtag justice for EC3. I agree. Yeah, EC3 yeah. is a star. I don't know what they're doing with him.
2: Yeah, he is injured right now, but they weren't doing anything before he got injured, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: And the 24/7 title has been MIA for the most part. It's almost a non-factor now.
2: They didn't even show on raw r truth
1: regaining it from Kyle Bush. It, I don't know. It's <laughs> you let down You let down by that rush. Um, it's been a letdown the entire time. Uh, it was fun for a month. <laughs> What's his name having it? Um come on. Drake Maverick. Thank you Drake Maverick. I don't want to say this but um you know what I mean? There's some entertaining stuff he put online and stuff like that that was kind of funny, right? I dug that part. That was it. Ever since then, I was like, oh, I don't want to do. I don't want to see any of this crap.
0: I don't know. I'm with uh, KMU94. R-Truth had me interested as well. I was kind of hoping he was going to run the gauntlet tonight. That would have been like a nice he... – it's been a while since he got a real showcase. Him versus Ray would have been cool. Uh, But, I mean, I would have taken that over the way this all ended. Akira Tozawa came out, and they went back and forth for a little bit before he pinned our truth Then uh, Matt Hardy came out and went at it uh, with Akira Tozawa. Then Ricochet came out and uh or pardon me uh ricochet came out then matt hardy forget the exact order but the long and the short is we got to umberto carrillo and andrade when andrade came in he just uh beat the crap out of umberto uh attacked him from behind and umberto ended up getting stretchered out of the arena
2: well he took him outside of the ring uh, exposed uh, you know lifted up the mats exposed this part of them you know the concrete and then gave him this like uh ddt it was like a paradigm shift on, on the concrete and I mean it's a dangerous spot, I mean Matt, when you see something like that, I mean how much room for error do you have to
1: on a move like that on the concrete Not much, really not much at all, but um try to take a knee on the way down if it's like a DDT, but some guys take that really nice like rVD spiking it looks like they spike their head mm. <clears throat> and it's tough on concrete because you take a ddt you're supposed to this is why I hate this camera in my eye. i'm going to. Supposed to put your arms here as you take a DDT, and these hit the mat. Hmm. And those hit the mat and brace your back. I'm sorry, your neck and your head. How the hell you do that on concrete? You freaking kill your arms. That's how. Right. Yeah. You know yep. I mean? But the guys that take it quick, you don't really see it. Um. There's not yeah. much room for error on that.
2: Yeah. You can see you took it safely, and uh, but you mess up a little bit,
1: and that could be uh, it could be really bad let's to knock people out like what the hell happened yeah. i'm gonna sound like an old school wrestling <laughs> freaking pundit again but like how does that not knock somebody the hell out like you know what i mean now everybody mm-hmm. from this kind of crap
0: well let's talk about that matt you have this perspective let's talk best and worst surfaces to bump on i would assume the the in-ring is the best uh and concrete is the worst
1: definitely Definitely, but that mat hurts too. I mean, your body just gets used to it after a, a while. Like a guy who already drops through wood, yeah. a it's because their hand is so callous. Wrestlers' um, backs and necks eventually become cal- calcified and callous enough to absorb flat back bumping. You know, that's why you want a flat back perfectly, but it doesn't happen that way in the heat of the moment. So, would you rather take a uh, like a top rope suplex uh,
2: through a table? On the mat or just directly on the mat?
1: Because of my weight, I wouldn't mind the table, I think. Because it breaks it a little bit? Slightly. Mm -hmm. Slightly. You can still get cut up from that table. Keep that in mind. But it's a cut. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But not not most people. Most people would say just normal ring, obviously. Mm-hmm. they'd have to be slammed hard through that table coming off the top like you said in like a superplex or whatever it'd be easy to break that yeah
0: what about something like the quote-unquote steel steps that are hollow does that have more give
1: uh-uh that's killed i don't know how these guys have gotten better and better over the years taking that yeah mm-hmm. yeah when you see them should throw their shoulder like cena always took it very awkwardly yeah i don't know how you separate it. he has his huge shoulders
0: uh, and then, lastly, what about the padding on the outside of the ring? Is that a better or worse surface? Uh,
2: it doesn't... That's not, those are like wrestling mats at the gym, right? They don't—they uh, yeah. still hurt.
1: Exactly, yeah. exactly. same thing. Yeah.
0: Well, there you have it. So, uh, if you ever wonder, folks, it all hurts.
2: And to their credit, here with this angle with Corio, they did have him get knocked out with that you know with the uh, oh, ddt yes, yeah yes, yeah yes, yes. and Perfect. and they did the stretcher job and everything it reminded me a lot of when they did this way back in the day with ricky steamboat and jake the Snack. Yes. me too yeah
0: oh there we go last one the announce table jjb gaming's asking Ooh. because that breaks apart flat. Or what,
2: what was or the it ta- or the regular tables like that yeah. are under the ring
0: but the announce table doesn't you don't break announce it kills. yeah really
2: oh my god yeah
0: Oh,
2: huh, interesting! But WWE, they they changed them, right? Yeah, it's different now than what it was when I was there. Yeah, because they used to have like real sturdy tables back in the they, day. They
1: did, but like when I put Big Show through it, it was gimmicked. I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when he put me through it, they had to gimmick it. Um, if there was a spot in the show on SmackDown that night, for somebody go calls that somebody have to go through the announce table, they would come out before the show and they set it all up and gimmick it. Just, just, just for it to break away a little bit easier, correct? Right. Yeah, uh, but not like today. Today it's like literally set up for people taking bumps on it now. It's crazy. Yeah. but it's, it's, it's smart. Mm-hmm. Why not protect your wrestlers as much as you could? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, someone's asking also about the ramp. Not, that's not good either. Um, the so the mat is the easy. I don't want to call it the easiest because it underscore. You know, it kind of undermines how much it does really hurt getting bumps in the ring, but. The ring would be the easiest of the list you guys gave me. Mm. Um, but then I would say the table would be next. The announced table would be next. The The ramp would be next. And then f- concrete would be a dead last. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense.
0: <clears throat> what do they use when they do those spots off the ramp? I mean, it looks like maybe it's like cardboard boxes covered with a black sheet or something.
1: Plywood sometimes. And yeah. Very, very thin. Yeah, wood with pads underneath there
0: yeah i think that definitely helps uh so speaking of which that superplex spot tonight with umberto and ricochet was awesome it was but aside from that this attack just made it feel like man this gauntlet match
2: <laughs> yeah there's no winner after all that
0: yeah uh after that seth came out with aop and he wanted to give uh ray mysterio his pipe back
2: and well, that, Ray came down first. That's uh, right. to, yeah, Ray came out to, after the attack on, on Humberto to kind of confront Andrade. Andrade took off, and then Seth came out with AOP.
0: Gave him his pipe back, beat him up a bit, curb stomped him, and Ray is going to face Seth for a title match for the United States Championship on next Monday's Raw, which they're taping tonight. So,
2: Which is before, actually, I think it's done, it was. because it, the, tonight's show is actually on an hour delay. So ah. everything we're watching, it happened an hour earlier. They, ah. they started it early, and uh, yeah. Huh.
1: So what was the step? What's the step of Ray versus Seth?
2: Yeah, just for the title, the U.S. title.
0: Now I want to see what happens. Wrestling Inc. has the spoilers. I won't say it though to save everybody.
1: Wait, <laughs> for the U.S. title? Did I miss something? Yeah,
2: remember Mysterio won it from AJ a few weeks oh. ago.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah.
2: I I forget too. Just with the titles in general, they don't do. A, Seriously, uh, that's bad. That's unless, it, bad. like, Becky is the only one I can like. Like, without thinking, name it. Everyone else, I have to like stop and really think about it. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I forgot Brockwood's champion. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, you forget the universal title is a thing.
0: <clears throat> yes. Uh, no results yet on that match because I guess they're still taping it. Oscar versus Diana Perazzo. Deanna uh, from NXT making her first appearance on Raw tonight
2: Mm -hmm.
1: mm-hmm
0: yeah she got a little offense in uh, but Asuka got the win
2: it's not a good sign when they bring you in just to beat you right off the bat
1: Mm, yeah yeah normally formula yes
0: this wasn't a call up though
1: yeah I don't think this was like her big ta-da here she is hopefully hopefully yeah Because they
2: were talking about her, like, you know, not like she was just some local talent. They were talking, they, you know, like everyone should know who she is and mentioning she's from NXT.
1: So we'll see. We'll we'll see how that develops. The storyline here, though, is obviously with, you know, Kyrie all messed up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you got, you still need to cash in, so to speak, on um, Asuka.
2: Yeah. And Asuka looked good. Um, it was so stupid. Remember a couple months ago they beat Asuka and Nat- Natalia submitted Asuka when, the, you know, we kind of knew they were headed in this direction with her feuding with Becky. But regardless, you yeah, know, I think they're, if you forget about that completely, they're doing a good job with it here.
0: Yeah, they're giving uh, Asuka her mojo back. And mm. making her seem like the only logical opponent for Becky. So, Becky <laughs> did an interview with Charlie Caruso after. And yeah, I was talking about that, that, you know, she's lost to Asuka. Um, and Becky needs to prove something to herself. I like how Becky talked about how she's been misused and that the company's protecting mm-hmm. her because she's the money maker in the draw. I thought that was a nice uh, way to sort of explain some of the bad booking and underutilization she's had in recent months.
1: Uh, well, I didn't understand the part about protecting her, though. What do you mean?
0: Uh, I mean, th- she said that. She said that she felt that no. uh, the powers that be were trying to bury her, but said it's worse than actually trying to protect her. And I think maybe she was referring to the feud with Lacey Evans. I mean, she hasn't think had she, a lot of Well, she she it.
2: mentioned the tag team, t- like being in a tag yes. team feud. And like, so her title wasn't on the line. She's not in a singles feud. She's in a tag team feud. Oh, that makes sense then. Yeah. Yeah. And she kind of cut a similar promo earlier this summer where she was talking about getting complacent and, uh, you know, kind of getting used to being the champ, And it was, it was kind of similar, but I thought it was really good. It made sense. I wish they would have talked more about Asuka submitting Becky the last time they wrestled each other at the Royal Rumble. I think she mentioned the Rumble, but not, you know, went too far into it. But Asuka, you know, had submitted her. That was their last pay-per-view singles match. So, hmm. You know, they still got time to build it up because I'm assuming this will take place, you know, take place at the Rumble. One year earlier, Asuka beat Becky. Now, you know, Becky gets to
1: avenge that loss. So it's a good story if they tell it right. It is. It is. And and, and Asuka is a hell of an opponent for her. Mm-hmm. Still believable.
2: yeah absolutely and Kyrie, we don't know uh what's she suffered a concussion or uh, i'm sorry she is out of action uh she was evaluated after last night's match after tlc Uh, it's not known uh and, and wwe keeps concussions really quiet um so if you suffer a concussion chances are you just you're just missing from tv until you're cleared and they don't say anything as opposed to other injuries but um yeah, I mean it seemed like a concussion, concussion to me watching it. But she is uh she has not been cleared as of uh tonight. She was not cleared for tonight, and uh we'll see mm-hmm. we'll see what, what happens.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, I think the rumble makes sense. Uh don't want to spoil what happens next week, but uh this match ain't happening next week, I'll say that much. Um <laughs> Oh, uh, let's talk about the Liv Morgan vignette. Oh yeah. Live uh, in a bathtub, live surrounded by candles, talking about she's tired of being who people tell her to be, and she's got to break herself down to become her true self.
1: Mm. Okay, I'm interested. Let's see what it is.
0: Yeah. this. Is, I mean, this is all going to be dependent on the outcome. I'm saving my opinion for how this turns out.
1: Yes. Because this doesn't count. This is just like a misdirection, just, if you will. This is not going to be what she is. Chicks randomly in a freaking bathtub, obviously. It's going to be, you know, yeah, hopefully they go all in with her. I, I You know what I mean? Because she she has something.
0: I agree. Uh, Randy Orton versus AJ Styles tonight. So AJ is really building this up, um, you know, that he was going to end Randy's career uh, in this match tonight. Uh, this match went on so long that they actually cut it on USA and then brought the feet back after they went to their next scheduled program. Uh, was there a delay or something? To, I mean, I know it was not an hour delay, Raj, but how with an hour delay did they still not hit the mark? How did this go over time?
2: Yeah, it seemed like there was a, a timing issue there because they did go off the air briefly uh, and then they came back to it. So, yeah, it looks like they, they goofed up on the timing. A uh, quick correction from earlier, the next Monday Night Football game, when I was talking about when they do the wedding angle the week after the season's over, it's next week is the, the last week of Monday Night Football. So the week after that would be the 30th when, when they do that
1: oh my god well, thank you raj because i was i don't know what i was gonna do with the rest of my week without knowing this pertinent information well now you know to check out
2: check it out on the 30th right
0: <laughs> oh Matt, i meant to mention what did you make of uh, samoa joe and jerry lawler having extended conversation about umberto's <laughs> dimples and how cute he is
1: i got nothing Jerry Lawler said he
2: looked like a, uh, he talked about a baby face and said how he looked like a baby face. And I was just thinking, I don't think I've ever heard the word babyface on WWE commentary ever. And I have a good memory with this kind of stuff. And I can't, I can't remember ever. I, I feel like I've heard heel before, but never babyface.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, if yeah. anyone in the chat can think of a time on W and when I'm saying WWE television, I'm not talking about the YouTube shows. I'm talking about right. raw or SmackDown. Uh, yeah, or Saturday night's main event, or anything like that.
1: You know, let me know. But watch, they're gonna give you the answer from their internet shows. Right. Everything yeah. you just specifically said. Not. Someone's <laughs> yeah. Bucks. Yeah.
2: It's gonna it's the Hardy the Halloween special. Oh. <laughs> right, <the> answers you're <laughs> gonna get. Jesse
1: Ventura
2: back in
0: 1993 <laughs> on commentary. Um, yeah.
2: Well, <sighs> well, Next. Well, Ventura I'm, wouldn't do that. Those the old school guys would never do that. I wouldn't think. No,
0: no. I, maybe as a joke, because no. they would assume no one would know what they were talking about
2: at the time. No, no. Um, They were so protective of that lingo and everything.
0: Okay, so Randy Orton won this match. This is a pretty good match between Randy and AJ, but after Gallows and Anderson came out, beat Randy Orton down, out came the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, to make the save. Oh, oh the feud we could potentially have with uh, AJ and the OC versus Randy and the Viking Raiders.
1: Ugh. I hope no. they give
0: him a cool hat.
1: Not but <laughs>
0: maybe like the Thor know. helmet or something. Just you know, and you could have that in like a in like the the, yeah, the my helmet. point?
1: Do you see my point? He then imagine if they had. I, I'm beside myself. Obviously, um, can you imagine if Raina had to like, come out to the ring with them? <laughs> like, come on! It, they'll anything, have a trio's entrance. You talk about the the epitome of getting it on you. That's that's what this is. Anything can, they man. touch becomes silly.
2: He, and this is clearly building up to a six man tag. Uh, Matt, what would you what would you think if Orton did come out with the helmet and the face paint with him? Wait, wait, wait,
0: here, and here's the kicker, man. He comes out with the Thor hammer and he holds it up and then on the screen lightning strikes the hammer.
1: Oh man. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel terrible for him. No, it ain't happening. It ain't
2: happening. Like, or Orton's got enough cool uh, you know cred to that it wouldn't hurt him, but if uh Humberto Carrillo or something like that it would just kill him
1: I'm sorry
0: okay but here's the weirdest part about all this is man Randy and the revival made so much sense they fit Perfect together sense. perfectly
2: yes they did and the revival felt like bigger stars when they were with him it could have helped bring him to the next level and it was just dropped quickly it is re- it reminds me of what they're doing right now with Corbin and Ziggler and, you know, revival. Um, it's like something to, just to it's just a shortcut for them to have a bunch of guys beating on Roman, but there's no real plan. Yep. It's a shame.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: I don't get it. We'll see what happens. Um oh go I'm reading some of these matches for next week. This is uh yeah, this is gonna be something. Okay. <laughs>
1: Don't yeah. What's next? Stop reading. That was it. No, that was it.
0: That's all that happened tonight. And then USA showed the preview of the new show me. Dare Me that was like two minutes long. And I was like, ah, I feel cheated. Curious yeah. about that
2: show. Don't tell me what happened. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah. Uh, letter grade Matt.
1: <laughs> again, I, I, this is why it feels like Groundhog Day. I, I, WWE for me, Every raw has been in the neighborhood of C minus on the bad ones. C plus on the hmm, versions. You know what I mean? I don't, I think I've given them a B minus like maybe once this entire year.
0: I uh, give it an M for watch the Mandalorian instead. The better (laughs) use of your time.
1: It is a much better use of your time.
2: I'm almost going to go D plus on this. It was just, it just felt boring. Long.
1: I wasn't, there was like hardly anything I found uh, interesting on tonight's show. I mean, guys, really quick. What about, like, the gauntlet match, right? I had decent hopes for that because I was like, oh, they're positioning us toward the end of the show. That's good, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And these are new, fresh stars, right, supposedly. Um, You know? So Humberto's in the mix. Our guy, what's his name? God, my name. My memory's getting worse, guys. Ricochet. Uh, Ricochet's in it. You know what I mean? Guys that we like to watch. They've kind of they've done a number on Ricochet. They've heard him a lot over the you past. You think they've heard months. him now?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, just listen to the crowd reaction he gets now. It was pretty quiet. Uh, I mean, the whole time he was there, and when he when he pinned Matt Hardy, when he eliminated Hardy, they, the fans booed. And granted, they love Matt Hardy, but still, sure. if Ricochet was really that over uh, with this
1: crowd, you know, they wouldn't. so Yeah, just doing. Yeah. They should have paid attention to that. Actually. Mm-hmm. Are they trying to get this guy. They trying to get him over or not? If they are, why would you put him in a predicament where he's got a pen? Matt Hardy, right? One of the all-time fan favorites. Mm-hmm. Why do that? Somebody wrote Allie Love Eleven G. wrote That's a very long name. I feel like we need better storylines in general, or just utilize the talent we have better. What's absolutely. this "we" business, Allie Love? <laughs> <laughs> She's right. Business? She's yeah. absolutely right, though. Um. Yeah. Duh! Absolutely, um, but like, they're not. And I still, guys, the one thing this company's not changed is their formula. They're the the only thing they're not moved around or shifted around has been the creative. They've done everything else. Think about it: the presentation of the show, somewhat, with many wrestling stars in and out. <laughs> um, Richard Men's good one. Um, do, do you know what I mean, though? Like, that's the one thing they haven't oh, tried yet, you guys. They've not tried to do something completely different with that department, their, their, their writing department. And they're so
2: stuck in this formula that they've been using over and over and over for 20 years. Uh, it's just they need something that
1: to break out of it. So, fans at home, remember when there's other companies on. Support them. The better they do. Eventually, maybe fingers crossed, it pushes WWE into having to change their damn game plan, and maybe get away from certain things that they wouldn't have been pushed to get away from it.
2: Yeah, I mean, look what they're doing with you know uh, with NXT this Wednesday—they're going commercial-free, throwing the title match up, you know, at the beginning. They're trying, you know, doing the overrun, all these little tricks uh, to get a leg up. You know, imagine if Dynamite was on Monday
1: nights against Raw. I think you would see a lot more uh, effort being put in. If, if AW was hitting bigger, let's say like a two, maybe even a three, I'm telling you, they it wouldn't be NXT just having to do this. They'd be doing the same thing with Raw and SmackDown as well. I think they'd have to. They'd start to get pushed a lot more. And they've already, let's be, let's be fair, WWE has been pushed a little. They have changed a little bit with NXT stuff, mm-hmm. with competition. But we need even more. So fans, I know we get frustrated and upset when there's not a great episode of Dynamite or you think Ring of Honor sucks now or to Impact or whatnot. Still, whenever you get an opportunity probably to speak about it, always put them all over just so <laughs> it seems better than it really is. Okay. Eventually, we get more people to watch. <laughs> I don't know. I just that's why I try not to bury the other products as much. Or, the XFL becomes a huge
2: success that Vince just decides to devote all his time to it.
1: That's the way, man. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then you put Triple H because Triple H he cares about storylines making sense and 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 booking he'd be that makes awesome, sense. Right? I think he'd be great. I think he could be. Yeah. I mean, he's NXT, correct? Yeah. The only thing that's lacking in NXT is the strong promos and entertaining promos. The stuff like. Because there's a there's a balance. There's the silly stuff that you get a lot in WWE, but then there's this stuff like that Jericho does uh, or, or or Moxley does, where it's not just it's entertaining, and uh, I feel like they need more of that on NXT. They don't really have that.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: anyhow, uh, NXT is going to be awesome Wednesday. NXT Most is the top will, WWE man. brand, uh, followed by SmackDown, distantly, and then way in the distance is Raw, the third brand.
2: Even though in interest, it's the, the reverse.
0: <laughs> Don't care.
2: By far. What would you say? In, in terms of actual interest, it's it's reverse. Like most most people uh, yeah. online, you know, the, the show that gets the most reaction, tweets, all that stuff is Raw, followed by SmackDown, and then NXT is a distant third. And then in terms of television ratings, it's SmackDown, then Raw.
0: Alonzo yeah. Smith is asking when John Morrison's going to return. He was on The Bump last week. This... Is a weird freaking way they're bringing him back.
2: Uh, It's it's, again like why not have him as a surprise on NXT Uh, as opposed to introducing him on the bump? uh, This internet show that no one watches. It's just you have a one, uh, uh, you know, a recognizable face that hasn't been onto your TV for a while, and and there's very few of those left uh, to bring him back and and just blow his his surprise return, you know, his his return on social media as opposed to a big angle. It's just such a waste. I agree. But he is training at the Performance Center. Uh, I'm guessing Royal Rumble. We'll see him.
0: I have to say, if he would have been the one at TLC to save uh, The Miz, I might have popped harder for that than Daniel Bryan.
2: Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just for the continuity nod uh anyhow we'll see what happens what else is going on in the world of wrestling rash
2: uh so vince mcmahon triple h both of them weren't at the tlc pay-per-view last night for a pay-per-view that's like the first time i can think that neither of them were there um why yeah. so uh it's it's not known but they were you know on the phone you know Going over it, my guess is Vince is, you know, got, got to be getting pretty swamped with the XFL launching in a couple months, uh, and so I'm sure Triple H is, you know, handling a lot more duties. But yeah, neither of them were there last night, um, and I think there was a some regret to how the Oscar Becky Lynch stuff was. I mean, I'm sorry, the Kyrie Sane stuff was handled last night, um, and yeah I feel you know there's some blame going around on the referee for not communicating to the back that Kyrie was hurt how bad it was so anywho that's uh, I, I think they're going to be more mindful of that going forward um, one more thing primo cologne we taught we were talking about drug test failures yesterday and and I'm and, oh, sorry wellness policy failure so primo didn't interview. And he said that he was suspended not because he tested positive for a prohibited substance, but because he didn't travel back to the U.S. from Puerto Rico to take the test that WWE required. So apparently he was flagged for the drug testing. He wanted to take it in Puerto Rico and um, assumed that they were going to you know, set it up for him to be able to take it there. And he said he found out, um, you know, he, he, this happened a couple months ago. And then he got a letter saying that he was suspended because he refused to take the test. So uh, he was not upset with how that all went well, down. But
1: Well, I mean, here's the thing. They had to have made an airplane ticket for him and sent They, it.
2: they weren't. And so that's uh, that's what he was saying. He was saying that uh, they do their doping tests at events. I'll, I'll just read what he said. Uh, some Sometimes uh, someone appears to collect urine fighters, employees, uh, referees to do their evaluation once a month. I was in Puerto Rico. Um, it, it, I, he didn't hear from the company, and he thought they were going to call him to, when you know they found a place to take the test. Two months passed. He gets the letter that he's suspended because, mm-hmm. according to them, he refused to take the test, uh, and they took it as he was out of the country. But he was available, and yeah, they were not paying for him to to fly him back to take the test.
1: So, hmm, so he supposed to spend money out of his own pocket to go and take it. Yeah. That's weird. Sounds and weird. he said, I was not going to
2: pay for a trip just to get tested for doping. No. Yeah.
1: I guess if you're under contract and that's what they're saying, but geez. I, I, I'll i be honest. I'm not calling them a liar or anything. I just don't see the company making some one of these superstars pay out of their own pocket to fly in and take a test. I, I could, I just, I don't know.
0: But also, why why is it so important that they wellness test talent that's, not even actively performing in the company i mean maybe that seems like a naive question to
1: ask. Why? You... that's when you're gonna use probably the most you're depressed you're not on tv you're gonna turn to alcohol pills that's i mean what that's what happened they they
2: got paged twice
1: on that remember during mm. that that one Gordon period is a wrestler's enemy remember that yeah not being booked as a wrestler i know
2: you're right
0: i guess from the addiction point of view it makes sense i was thinking like performance enhancement
1: because they're gonna think they're gonna get big and jacked uh <laughs> You know, being sleeping sleeping over in their weight room and, you know, trying to take their career I don't know. I don't know. You you, you remember back in the
2: nineties, anytime a wrestler was injured and then they came back, they were like jacked to the gills and like he you know,
1: way bigger than they ever were. So um. Also, you know, having access to your to healthy food in a damn gym five days a week versus being on the road and maybe not lifting till one in the morning and maybe getting two or three meals in you at most and getting the crap kicked out of you at nighttime for the show no sleep that kills your body dude yeah
0: uh, i would have thought there would have been a time vince mcmahon would have respected the initiative of someone that used that downtime to get that jacked
1: definitely no, fully- he oh no, definitely <laughs> does yes they would get pushed when they come back <laughs> looking on jacked yeah look yeah. at what's his name um our boy um gender gender
2: yeah
0: look well although we- with time away but gender not before I'm saying Vince performance enhancement or not. Vince would be like, that's showing initiative. The rules clearly don't apply to you. You're a superstar. I'm going to push you to the moon. <laughs> Once
2: upon a time, perhaps
1: Only the super, super duper stars. I think he would.
2: Yeah. Ah,
1: what else we got,
2: man, that's, that's about it. I think we're going to have to call it early. Um, yeah, that's, there's not much else that
1: we didn't, uh, and we didn't cover yesterday. Um, Folks, if you missed Raw, guess what? You didn't miss anything. This podcast, as usual, was better than Raw. And I think we would out-rate them. I think we need to go to, to a, a competing network, Raj. We need to take, by, <laughs> take our ads onto TV, I think, next. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: Real quick, guys, as as the year is coming up, uh, we appreciate all the support that you guys have given us. The numbers have gone through the roof uh, here on YouTube. Uh, we're starting to, you know, put it on Facebook Live and Periscope, but it, right now YouTube is, you know, where uh, you know we got the active chat and everything, and also on the website. But um, if you guys could take a second uh, and to go to iTunes, uh, find our podcast, and leave us a review and rate us, uh, that does help us out a lot, and it helps other people find it.
1: Mm. Yeah. All
2: right.
0: It's a good thing. Uh do we want to cover anything else before we leave? Raj, I know your foot out the door, your mind's already off wrestling. You're just like, I'm done with this.
1: <laughs> um no, Yeah. No. I, 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 I mean, Raj thinks I'll wrestling 24 hours a day. I don't care where you go. I guarantee you he does. <laughs> it,
2: it's it'll yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on on the site constantly, even though it's a two and a half week vacation. <clears throat>
0: Take a break. If not for your sake, for your family's
2: sake. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, it's uh, next week's Raw. It's not looking
1: like there's going to be that much to talk about. (laughs) But there's news every day, though, Glenn. What's he supposed to do? Like, (sighs) not not post news?
0: Just, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's his gimmick. Turn (laughs) it over to to
0: one of your your minions. You know, have them just take over the feed. It'll
1: all be fine. Not everybody gets to scoop. Yeah. that's true
2: well also next week there won't be you won't have a, a a new Raw it's already taped and there will be no NXT or no Dynamite next week so it's going to be a slow week next week it's the o- slowest week we've you know we'll see in a long time what about time.
1: rumors and backstage gossip Raj we'll have that
2: <laughs> but everyone's off the road so it's not as much going on um, but yeah
0: uh, is Ryback going on vacation with you Raj are you keeping the bromance going <laughs> over the holidays yeah
1: <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about him bringing Chris Van Vliet in there he's still in your heat <laughs> Chris Van Vliet is still in your right back heat dude don't let it happen he's he's Chris Van Vliet's good peeps we've had him uh, guest host the Winkley he is he's mad cool he's cool as hell. Actually. yeah yeah very humble too oh uh, absolutely yeah
0: Cool, everyone. Well, we'll be back here Wednesday night to talk about NXT commercial-free. It's uh, two big title matches. We'll see if they actually happen. And, of course, AEW Dynamite as well. He's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Rajgiri underscore 303. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein uh, on Twitter and everywhere else. And we'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.